Welcome to the Home Inspector Marketing Podcast. Because you're a home inspector looking to increase your sales, improve your cash flow, and boost your bottom line, you are in the right place. For additional training resources on how you can grow your home inspection business, go to microreturns.com right now. And now, here's the podcast. Hi, this is Mike Crow, and I run a home inspection business. In fact, I've run a couple of home inspection businesses. The true joy for me, though, has been helping literally thousands of home inspectors build really solid home inspection businesses as well. We can help a single man operation be able to do over $300,000 a year, maybe all the way up to $400,000 a year as a single inspector operation. Even better for me is the 80 plus companies that we have helped be able to build million dollar home inspection businesses. I would like to help you be able to do the same thing. We're continuing our segment on the book, The Seven Levels of Communication. Enjoy. I wrote at the top of page 17 script, right? And so you've just heard two scripts, right? So what would it take for TechSuspect to be the go-to company, okay, or your company? Then she says this. I thought it was great at the top of page 17. I want to be your go-to person for loans. I don't need all your business, okay? Just give me a few shots per month, and if I'm hearing you correctly, you're saying that if you get to know me and my business better and like what you see, I'd be your go-to person, okay? My part of this is I understand you have a great guy that you already like for inspections. If you would just add me to the list and just make me number two or three, okay? Because at some point that guy's going to get busy or go on vacation or who knows what or hopefully doesn't get sick, but it could get sick. I just like to be able to have that opportunity to be there for the overflow. And that has been my number one most powerful strategy as a company, to be number two. And people don't get that. Everybody wants to be number one, right? No, I want you to use me. Just put me on the list. Just put me on the list, okay? And when their clients call us, we book 80% of them. So anyway, great, thank you for that answer. I've prepared some information. And here's one of the things that I want you to see. A one-page doc that says what you do. Now, this could be your brochure, okay? But she wrote it on a one-page. It's a one-page doc that she slides across the table telling them what they do and the list of services and different things they do. He calls it the spectrum of solutions. And it shows the full range of services. I like the right brochures and rack cards. And then she says, if you're doing so well as you seem to be, I'd like to know more about what you're doing. Google alerts in this Spectrum page didn't explode your business because she was telling him she was doing a lot better than he was. Honestly, I need good, solid leads, kind of like what Mr. Harris said. That's what the number one thing every agent says is I need good, solid leads, which is why our presentations are not designed around home inspections. They're designed around us helping the agents be successful, okay? And she basically says, well, you need to get a coach, okay? She said, hey, here's who my coach was, and, uh, and then they go there. And then she goes to the restroom, and somebody else comes, her next meeting comes, and they, she goes to the restroom. This is a Columbo-type thing. And she says, oh, Alan, you should get to know Rick. And Rick, you should get to know Alan because you guys, you know, might be able to do business together and some things, all right? And so in the bottom of page 18, he said he reached for his car keys and realized for the first time in weeks he no longer felt tired. Maybe he'd head into the office after all. So here's the question is, after people have been with you, do they feel lifted or drained? And uh, Joe Polish, one of the coaches that I studied, said that there are battery drainers and battery chargers. He got that from 
Uh, oh gosh, from another coach that I know that I actually never worked with, but did a lot of great stuff. It turns out that like four or five, six of the coaches that I had all been studying from this one guy, okay? It'll come to me. Anyway, so then he goes to the seminar and he's going, what the hell am I doing here? I don't really believe in all this crap. And then, uh, and by the way, she says, thanks for emailing your broker. I called him and we got the lunch and learn scheduled. Notice she said, thanks for that, okay? And then there's an intro video. One of the things I want you to understand is intro videos can be incredibly powerful. All of you need an intro video, okay? You have an intro video now. If you go do a presentation at any office, you could show that intro video right up front. It is going, it will be so different than every other home inspection company that comes in and do a presentation, right? And by the way, the video can say things you can't say sometimes, okay? And so there's that. Talks about seven levels of communication. Talks about affirmations. And by the way, I struggle with affirmations too. I really do. I believe them. I just get tired of them, okay? And yet, can I tell you a secret? Subconsciously, I'm doing them all the time and I don't even realize it. Because I built it into my, my, my core of my essence. I'm doing affirmations every day and sometimes I don't even realize it. And I've taught them to other people. If you go look at John's office up front, he has a thing up on the wall and it says, get back to work, okay? <laughs> he put that there, not me because I taught it to him from a movie that I saw, okay? It was a terrible movie, but that was something that I got from it. You know, I was telling Chris this morning, and I will tell all of you, one of the number one things that I am capable of doing is filtering, because my preacher makes, it, makes people feel guilty about going and seeing movies. I go see all kinds of movies, and sometimes I'm embarrassed by what is said in a movie, okay? I'm not even going to go into a couple of movies that I could prove that to, but what I do is I go, that piece right there, that piece I can use, and I filter out the rest of the movie, okay? James McGuire was such a movie, okay? I had forgotten the opening scene in that movie. Yeah, but I'd completely forgotten about it, okay? Until somebody reminded me, and I went, oh, crap, okay? But I'd filtered that out. Okay, and I picked up two or three useful things out of the movie that I was able to put into business and some different things. So I filter. So, but what I also do is I build in self-affirmations. So his affirmation here is do it now, do it now, which I kind of thought was kind of funny because Chris sent me the something this morning from A.L. Williams, okay? Yeah, that was good. And I sent it to him so he could listen to it. So that's what happens, okay? And his whole thing was do it, okay? But I like do it now, which is kind of good. And, and then they clap. And clapping helps lock it in and do some different stuff as well. But I say things to myself all the time, like do it now or call now or different things. And I bet everybody in this room has an affirmation you say to yourself all the time. Now, what's the opposite of an affirmation? And that's what the 95% do. And you hear them say it all the time, I'm not worthy. They don't understand that they're telling themselves, I'm not worthy. I don't deserve this. It's not fair that I have these blessings when there's people in the world going hungry. Okay? And you hear them say it all the time. But you are worthy, and you do deserve it. And think about how many people you're going to help as you move forward. So do it now is one of those affirmations. And by the way, Michael Mayer literally has YouTube out there where he says, do it now, like 40 times. And so some people put it on their computer and they play it every morning, okay? And so he's doing it with them, okay? Which is kind of a fun thing. 
And so then as he goes through this whole coaching, one of the things that said, if there were only 12 words written on your tombstone, what would you want them to be? If there were only 12 words written on your tombstone, what would you want them to be? I will tell you the average person doesn't know that. My dad wanted written on my mom's tombstone, we helped each other grow up, okay? Or we grew up together, something to that thing. And so that's what we put there, okay? And of course, people don't want to think about their funeral. Man, you better. Susan and I are right now talking about how are we going to do this so our kids don't have to go through some of what Susan's going through right now, okay? And I will tell you, I'm adjusting several things in my life. Anyway, and then he tells some story about cold calling, spamming, door knocking, and a bunch of that things. And he said, you know, there's a lot more ways to, you know, to ruin your life. And so, like most of us, my brokers told me the only way I could succeed in business was to be a spammer, a solicitor, or a criminal, okay? And got a lot of laughter off that and went on from there. And then one of the things he said is something that I tell people all the time, advertising is expensive, marketing is not, okay? But he said it this way, advertising is expensive, relationships are not, okay? And marketing is building relationships. And then you think about it, the people that you have sold to the easiest that you have a relationship with, or you have a relationship with somebody else that recommended them to you, okay? And so what are you doing there? And he said, the guy said, I decided to be like a lighthouse that attracts guides and directs instead of running all over the place pursuing client. And he says, guess what happened? He said, all of a sudden things just slowly but surely turned around and changed his whole life. And so here was a question at the middle of page 24. When is a lighthouse most necessary? Tanya, when is a lighthouse most necessary? Nope. What? In a fog, right? I mean, during the day, nobody really needs a lighthouse. Okay, when it's brightest out and everything. It's, and so one of the things he said here is when there's a storm. Let me ask you a question. In the real estate market right now, is there a storm? Hell yeah. Okay. And if you're a lighthouse, people will say thank you because you will save them from hitting the rocks. Okay. And there's that old joke, you know, about the guy that says, you need to veer direction. And he goes, no, I'm not veering direction. You know, I am the admiral such and such and such. And he goes, well, I, I can appreciate that, sir, but I am the lighthouse, <laughs> you know, and I suggest you change direction or you're going to end up on the rocks. Okay. And it's a funny thing, but the bottom line is that sometimes people get bent around themselves and they need to understand the opportunities there. Okay. So we need guidance and direction, especially during a storm. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. And as a friendly reminder, if you're looking to increase your sales, improve your cash flow, and boost your bottom line as a home inspector, go to microreturns.com right now.